Well, Dean, our next gentleman has certainly got used to winning over his 500-game career with the Melbourne Storm as coach, and it's an absolute privilege to have him on the show on a Sunday morning. Craig Bellamy, good morning. Morning, Ray. How are you doing? Terrific, and thanks for joining us, Craig. Firstly, congratulations on what's been a wonderful career, but we can go back to Thursday night, 15-14 against South Sydney. Storm looked to be in control, but it's a funny game, rugby league, isn't it? Yeah, I wasn't really laughing, actually, Ray. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um, obviously we, we just lost a bit of our discipline there. We ended up with two guys in the sin bin, and mm. um, you know, during that time, that took a bit of, I suppose, a bit of petrol out of us, and um, you know, we struggled a bit there for a while. And uh, but you know, the guys, you know, have done a great job at the end, to, just to find a bit of energy to uh, to hang in there, and then you know, we're probably a little bit lucky uh, to get that field goal at the end. Hey, Craig, congrats on the 500 first up. Uh, were you self-indulgent enough to get home that night and just, I don't know, have a beer and sit back and think, wow, 500 games, that's a fair effort? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, not really, Bulldog. I, um, yeah, we, we all went out and had, had something to eat and um, had all my family there, so so that was good. And uh, you know, I only had about three or four beers, actually, which is... Uh, I thought I might have had a few more, but actually, but it was uh, it was a pretty hectic week, so um, I was probably glad to get home and get a little bit of sleep. Yeah, Greg, I can understand because it did create a lot of attention, quite rightly so. And can, can I take, if you don't mind, going back to that very first game, and it was well documented, and it didn't exactly get off to the start you wanted, did it? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, like, like that's, I can't remember some games, you know, like obviously the five hundred, you know, course, some yeah. people bring some things up about this or that or. Or whatever, but um, you know, like the one I, you know, I, I can always remember that first game where um, I think it was down twenty-two nil after mm. twenty minutes. And I, I remember thinking there, I, I was around that time, you know, that, that time of the game that you know John Rubo will probably be in the in the dressing room at half time with a one-way ticket back to Brisbane. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but <laughs> it was uh, it, it was nice and patient with, with me, John. So. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, it was it always up, ended up good. But you know, like in, in some ways, you know, it seems to have taken a lifetime for 500 games, and in other ways, it seems to have gone really quickly. You know, it all depends what what stage, I suppose, and um, you know how you're going through, you know, through the seasons. But uh, it's been a great ride. You know, met a lot of wonderful people. You know, mainly at the Storm, but also you know. Even when I coached Origin, you know, wasn't I didn't have a whole heap of success there. But you know, some of the the people I met during that time yeah. and people I've met during that the footy career has been uh, it's been tremendous. You did win that first game, didn't you, Craig? Yeah, I think we won yeah. our first game at Origin. Yeah, oh no, no, uh, they, that very first game you coached oh, when you yeah, down. No, yeah. Did, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we. Um, yeah, I think we won thirty. Hey, Billy, I've got to ask you, when you blow up and the cameras are on you, you get up, you slam your fist down and you bolt somewhere at the back. Where do you go? And then you just spit on your heels and come back in again. Yeah, I, I just sort of, I know, it's my little way of sort of, not, yeah, I suppose getting composed again or... Um, you know, I don't, yeah, get a bit embarrassed, you know, when I see, see me blowing up every now and then on that, um, you know, on, on, on the TV, you know, cameras. So, um, yeah, but I, it's my little way of resetting, I suppose. Um, I reset a fair, fair bit on Thursday night, but, um, 
yeah, but that, that, that's just my way. I have, have a little bit of a walk and then I'm, I'm you know, resetting to, to what I need to do and, you know, make sure I'm facing face on, you know, what's happening on the field. Oh, mate, you might not think so, Craig, but it's great television. It just shows you how, <laughs> oh, but it just shows you how passionate you are and well, how much that, you love yeah. winning. And it's it's compulsive. That's why I think all the TV stations just have a camera set on your coaching box because they, they just know that fans actually love it. Do you think you'll ever lose that passion, Bellyache? Uh, you know, I think if someone had asked me at the, uh, the start of my career, I probably would have said at some stage, but it doesn't seem to be going. So, um, yeah, so I just try and try and live with it myself, I suppose. Um, as I said, sometimes you know, I'm watching the game the next day, you know, reviewing it, and you know, one will pop up, and I think, what, what, you know, what are you doing here? You know, but I just find it hard, hard to not to do it, I suppose, at certain times. But um, yeah, so I think it's here to stay. You become worse than a little mate in Canberra. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He, He's pretty passionate. Yeah, he is, but I think he sort of hides a little bit better on, yeah, when he's in the box. I think in the dressing room, he's probably a bit more hot-headed than me. He waits for the press conference. Yeah, Behind closed doors, it's just you and the players. Do you, is it the same reaction you have then if things aren't going quite the way you want to at training? Yeah, um, obviously you know, the pressure of, um, of a game is a lot more than yeah. the pressure of training. But uh, yeah, I, I do get a bit excited if I think um, you know we're you know we're not putting in a training or we're not actually listening to the training. But um, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just just a matter of like you know, I, I really believe in you know you need to work hard, you need to prepare well if you're going to play well. So, um, you know, that's one of my, you know, big things, I suppose, is to make sure, you know, we we look to be training our best every day and, you know, look to pre- prepare well. And if we're not doing that, you know, sometimes I'll, uh, I'll have a bit of a go at training as well. Mm. Craig, does what you do away from footy keep you fresh? And if so, what, what are your hobbies outside of rugby league? I mean, do you... Family, I know you're very close to your family and you're very family orientated. But what do you do away from footy that does keep you in a fresh state of mind for your footy? Yeah, um, well, I've got a bit of spare time. Bulldog, you know, obviously I like to spend a bit of time with my grandkids, you know. So, so that that's number one. But the other one, I, you know, um, I, I like my music and um, I like going to uh, you know like concerts and you know like you know Jimmy Barnes has always been a real favourite. Oh, the Angels. Okay. That, that sort of stuff. So I really like my music, and um, um, I, I got that off off my dad. He was a bit of a musician. He played the guitar and sang. So um, that that's what I, I really enjoy doing when you know when I get a bit of time away from footy. You know, rockabilly, like the Angels, Jimmy I, Barnes. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a rocker, but I um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I love that 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 sort of music, and um, I've actually uh, you know been lucky enough to meet Jimmy and. Uh, I've been I know the, the Angels place as well so uh, all good guys but uh, yeah I love what they do and um, yeah like there's a whole you know there's a whole wide range of music that I really enjoy but um, getting to see uh, you know Jim and the Angels that's um, I'm, I'm in heaven then that's how era, do it is how yeah. No, I love all that music too what's yeah, the absolutely. one song you're embarrassed to love Greg say again what's the one song you're embarrassed to love 
I'm ever going to see your face again with they start swearing and going on. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, Craig, can I get it back on the footy a little bit if I can? And, and you have trained some some of the greatest players the game has seen, and we'll come to them in a sec, but I was really interested to ask you that you have an uncanny ability, and it's been demonstrated time and time again over your virtually 20 years at the Storm in those 500 games, to find players that sometimes have been discarded by other clubs and then you turn them into the best footballers they can be. What is it that you can see in an individual that you think is worth taking a punt on that may have lost his way to another club? Yeah, the, the first thing we look look at you know, when we bring someone to our club, whether it be a player or a staff member, is you know, do we um, do we think that they'll, they'll care about you know what I suppose what our identity is you know what our club's about, yeah. um, and basically you know I think the real the real valuable players are players that actually care about their teammates as well and it's not all, all about them you know you, you want them to be selfish in a you know I suppose in a in a particular way so you know that they're playing the you know playing the best they can they're playing to their capabilities but at the end, mm. of, the end of the day they've got to be you know have a care about the team and um, you know sometimes that, that that's hard to pick in, in a person but you do your homework on them and you know talk to people that that those those guys, you can get a bit of a an idea. Um, but really, they yeah, when they come to our club, I'll give them a couple. I'll give them a couple of things that they'll need to be good at. You know, depending on what position um, they play in, what what their strengths are, and probably what they're not so good at. And I'll give them two or three things that they'll they'll need to be good at. And it's up, basically it's up to them to you know how much time and effort they put into putting the work in, you know, to be doing those things well. And if they do those things well, they're, they're a good chance to be playing uh, NRL team. Interesting. Yeah. Now, Craig, the uh, deal you had with Melbourne was that you, or they hoped that you would determine your future before March 30, but the club has given you or granted you a little more time. And obviously that yeah. would be always be the case, given the respect that you are held down there. Uh, you know, tough question, but... There's a headline yeah. coming here, Craig. Yeah, well, no, I'm just trying to work out, are you, are you sooner rather than later? Are you, are you in any rush to do it, or will it just come when you feel like you're ready? Yeah, well, you know, again, if, you know, the club you know, needs a certain amount of time if, I, um, you know, if they have to find a, a new coach, so you know, I'm aware of that. So, yeah, like, uh, like I say, you know, the, the reason that I've sort of asked for you know, a couple of more weeks is that um, it's been a bit of a, you know, a a disruptive pre-season, to be quite honest. You know, there's been a, a couple of things, you know, that personally that, um, you know, it's, 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 I suppose, you know, taken thoughts away from, you know, what, what I'm going to be doing uh, next year. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, I, I like to think it's, it's going to be within the next month. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, I, I, I think, of, like, you know, I can't guarantee that, but I think within the next month we'll, we'll, we'll know what I'm doing. Fair enough. Hey, Craig, I did mention the players, and I did want to ask you about some of the greats that you've that you have been that you have coached, like the Cameron Smiths, the the Greg Inglises, the Cooper Cronks, etc. When you've got players of their immense talent and their geniuses in their own right, how does Craig Bellamy coach those champion players? Yeah, well, all those guys there, you know, that you mentioned there, Ray, like they were. They were 
young players when yep. I was a young coach. You know, they were all there, except for Greg, he come, you know, a little bit later. Um, but all the other guys were were young players when I was a young coach. So I think, with all due respect, I, I think they really helped me along the way as well. Um, in that, I, I think my greatest, you know, like, a guy like Cameron, I think he, he got coached a lot by his dad. Like, his dad was a good player and his dad was a, was a dummy half. Um, so I think he coached Cameron, you know, right up through through the grades as a dummy half. So I think uh, Cameron's dad could take, a you know, a, a lot of um, accolades for, you know, what Cameron done. But I, I think the, the, the greatest thing that, that, that where I help those guys is I, I you know, help them understand that, you're not gonna. You don't get anything for nothing. You know, at the end of the day, if you want to be a NRL player, you need to put in the effort. You need to have a work ethic. You need to like have a plan on what you, you know, what you want to be good at, and you know where you want to be going with your career. So, like I say, I just think you know I really pushed into them about the work ethic, and I think you know that that's my greatest. Um, you know, well, my greatest advice that I give those guys and then as I said I think you know as a as that they developed as players I probably developed as, as a coach and you know we certainly uh helped each other you know mm. so like I say I think you know they were very smart players within their own right and you know they with all due respect they're probably um better coaches than me because they were out there I, I only see it you know yeah. they're out there and they're doing it so um they like i didn't i don't think i thought them always about much about putting in their positions but i think you know i give them that work ethic and then you know as we as we work through all those years you know we 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 worked in together and you know work things out for the team and you know what was right and what was wrong and um well i'll be forever grateful in you know being able to coach those guys and i think they 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 had the reverse opinion there, forever grateful that you were their coach. But can, can I also put it to you this way, Craig? We, we look at the modern game and talk about structures and, and how teams go about their play, etc. When you've got players like, we'll go back to Greg Inglis, for example, or even a, a, a Cameron Munster now who are instinctive players, how do you coach them? Do you give them that licence to thrill, so to speak? Yeah, again, I think uh, those guys, as you say, the instinctive players. Um, you need to make sure that you know you, you're allow you allow them to use those instincts. Um, but there'll be a, you know there's, with all with all players um, with those players, the borders are probably a little bit wider. But there is some um, restrictions, I suppose. You know, you don't just want going off. Um, you know, there'll be a couple of things that you know. Well, there's a couple of things that I'll tell. You know, Cameron uh, Munster. That you know, look, mate. I, I don't think that's going to help this team mm. or whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, this or that, you know, that that can help our team. Yeah. Like, so I don't want to take his instincts away, but you know, he just can't go playing the game for his own his own benefit. He's got to you know have some sort of um, getting that you know, balance team. right, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. That team mentality in there as well. Mm. Yeah. Now, Billy Oak, I'm going to test your love of the angels here. I've just called up the lyrics. Am I ever going to see your face again? You finish your sentence. Went down to Santa Fe. Went down to Santa Fe. Uh, no, I don't know. Where Renoir meets the wall. That's it. There you go. That's right. I got it. Right.
It's a great song. It is a great song. It is a great song. Oh, look, fair. Hey, look, Craig, um, really appreciate you giving us your time on a Sunday morning. 500 games, it's a, a phenomenal achievement. The success that you've had with the Storm is, is a testament to your work ethic and the players that you've brought through. And, Dino, I, I know you speak very highly of, of um, your interactions with Craig Bellamy over the years. Yeah, I've had a fair bit to do with Craig over the years. We're in different cities, but every time I ring Craig, he's honest, he's up front. Oh, he's a man's man. He's a bit old school. There's no BS about Craig. You ask him a question, he gives you an answer. And Billy Ake, just from my point of view, I've covered your career from the start. Congratulations on 500. You've been a pleasure to to deal with and congratulations on all your success and may it keep going for many years to come. Uh, Thanks a lot, Bulldog. Thanks a lot, Ray. Appreciate uh, the thought this morning. Thank you. Go the Angels. (laughs) (laughs) Go the Angels.